This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. We're continuing the thought that we began discussing last week on mind maintenance, mind maintenance. Did you know that you have to maintain your own mind? You have to maintain your own thoughts. It's not for someone else to do. It's not for the pastor to do or the leaders to do. You have to maintain your own mind. You know that your mind requires ongoing upkeep. So you've got to keep up with the upkeep concerning your mind. Are you listening to me? The enemy is in the realm of insinuation and suggestion and even lying so that he can defame your mind. He is constantly playing mind games with you. And what he's trying to do is fill your head with lies so that you forfeit the game that you've already been positioned to win. Are you listening to me? There are several ways that the enemy, and I'll go back and I'll read some scripture, but I just want to drop a couple of thoughts out on you. There are a couple of ways that the enemy comes against your mind. He brings strongholds to your mind so that it's almost like you're in a headlock. Have you ever had so much pressure and so much stress? You begin to have headaches and migraines and neck aches and all kinds of things because of the stronghold and the mind games of the enemy. He starts with one level and then he progresses level after level after level. He first starts with the personal attack against your mind, listen, or a personal attack against your emotions. He will try to get to your mind through your emotions. And what his whole goal is, is to pound it, to pound it into your believing system. The enemy wants to pound his lies, his insinuations, and his suggestions into your thoughts. I like to say it this way. He tries to chisel his way into your thoughts. Then the next thing, number two, is he'll bring reinforcements. Reinforcements to confirm what you've already inwardly been feeling or or been hearing in your mind. He'll send reinforcements. Maybe he's already told you a lie that that you're unattractive and nobody will ever like you when you're fat and you're ugly and all of this, that, and the other. And then when you go around your friend's circle, what you wearing today? What you got on? What's going on with your hair? You already felt some kind of way. And then he'll send reinforcements to qualify what he said. Even the Further, he'll use criticisms. Is there that one person that just criticizes everything that you do? At what are you, why are you chewing like that? Why, what you got on, why is your hair, why are you looking like that? Why are you smiling like that? Why, and you just feel so closed in because they just criticize everything. 
parents, let's take a step back from always criticizing our children and let's begin to encourage them. Not criticizing, but encourage them. Have you ever had so much criticism that you begin to bow over? You begin to succumb to pressure and you begin to feel small about yourself. Because of the reinforcements that the enemy sent your way, sometimes it's from our own family members, our own friend circle, that will criticize us when we're already, and it's always the day that you already feel bold. You already feel like you're having a bad day, hair day, and then say, what you, what's going on with your hair? Oh, I see you didn't have time to do your hair today. Just something out of nowhere to sucker punch you after you've already been fighting the good fight of faith. Number three is the enemy will uh, show up in your life experiences. Show up in your life experiences to fortify a lie. To fortify whatever the lie is, then the enemy will show up in that area. If you've been saying, man, I'm having a difficulty in my finances and my finances are under attack and this, that, and the other, don't you know he's going to try to come with an unexpected bill? Something, a, a, a air in your tire, a flat tire, or something to fortify a lie. Then he'll come with influential voices, people that you consider credible to bolster the intensity, uh, uh, the intensity of the attack. So people that you're looking to for help, they begin to bolster the intensity of that attack. Number five, negative faith is released when you begin to believe the lie because whatever you hear on an ongoing basis, you have the tendency to believe that, whether it's a lie or not. Whatever you hear on an ongoing basis, you have the tendency to believe that, whether it's a lie or not. That's why the most beautiful people with the most beautiful skin complexion and the most beautiful hair, people begin to lie to you. So, so all your life you thought you were ugly, and then, of course, in our culture, the darker your skin, if they call you black, well, yeah, I am black, and black is beautiful. And the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Come on. Don't let anybody make you feel small about yourself. Then there are people that will come along to bolster the intensity of the lie that you've already been succumbing to because you keep hearing it over and over and over. Listen, faith comes by hearing and hearing. But also fear comes by hearing too. Hearing and believing the lies of the devil. And it will, listen to me, it'll become a reality if you don't check yourself. Whatever you unify yourself with, whatever you unite your faith with, it shall come to pass for you. Listen to me. Did you know that you're designed by God to produce what you think? You're designed by God to produce what you think. Come on. So if you're designed by God to produce what you think, don't you understand that you have to have upkeep and you got to keep up with the maintenance of your mind? Because what, comes on, what goes on in your mind and living vivid color will eventually come out of your mouth and then your steps will walk that way. Your steps will be in the path toward that 
thing. That is why in this day and time, so much quick images and Snapchat, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, all of TikTok. Now listen to me, I'm not saying that it's bad. It's not bad, but it can be used for bad because all of those quick images, the devil is trying to chisel his way into your thoughts and what you think you're designed by God to produce in your life. So you're supposed to become, you're the culmination of your thoughts. So you've got to master your mind. You've got to mind your mind, and you've got to keep your mind under ongoing maintenance. Are you listening to me? The enemy's job or his strategy is to cause things to leave from the emotional realm and the mental realm to come into the real realm. Whatever is going on in your emotions, whatever is going on in your mind, he wants to push that to come into the real, the natural realm. So we, get, we can't buy the lie of the enemy. If you have a little ache or you have a little pain, then you begin to say stuff and agree with stuff that is not of God. I've got this and I've got that and my this and my that. Don't take ownership of anything that does not come from God. God doesn't have arthritis to give you. God doesn't have gout. God doesn't have diabetes to give you. So don't buy into it. Don't accept it. You must reject it. The ultimate aim of the enemy is to take you hostage and make you a prisoner, a stronghold. He wants to bind you up and he wants to make you his hostage and make you his prisoner forevermore. But the word of God tells us that we could bring every thought captive and make our thoughts obey. Are you listening to me? Your mind requires ongoing maintenance. Are you listening to me? Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 through 13, our core verse says, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, Take onto you the whole armor of God. He said the whole armor twice in that same, that same thought. That means it's important. Don't leave off part of your battle armor. Put all of your armor on. Just don't put on your shoulder pads and run out there on the football field. Put on your helmet. Put on all of the gear so that you're not injured by the enemy. It goes on to say, having done all to stand... Stand, stand in the victory. I'm still talking about your mind undergoing constant maintenance. And I need to help you by helping you to see, sense, and understand the mind games of the devil. In this scripture, it talks about the wiles of the devil. And we know that the wiles are simply the mind games, the strategies, the tricks, the traps, the twists that come from the devil. Did you know the devil is going to bring tricks? He's going to bring traps, and he's going to bring twists. Now, here's, <clears throat> excuse me, here's the thing about a trap. If it looks like a trap, you're going to go around it. The best trap is a trap that doesn't look like a trap. Are you listening to me? So the best trap is covered up with all kind of everything else that makes it look like it's not a trap. 
but it's there to trap you and choke the very life out of you. Also, Wiles has reference to the strategies, the scams, and the stunts of the devil. What makes a good scam? It's hard to tell it. It's hard to tell that it's a scam. The other day I was looking up something online on my phone, and it was just a, an interesting fact that I wanted to know about a celebrity. So I just put it in, and then I got this big notification on my iPhone that had the Apple emblem on it. And when I tell you, that thing looked official. And it says, you're in danger. You're in danger of this phone, and, and you've got 10 minutes to do this, that, and the fifth. Otherwise, this, that, and the fifth is going to happen because you have visited adult websites. I was like, nah, you was a lie. You lying. You're lying. I have not. But guess what would happen to somebody that had been? Oh my God. I know I hadn't been on no adult only websites. All I did was look up a fact about us. Devil, you're a, but it looked so official. It had the apple on it. It had all the verbiage sounding. A good scam doesn't look like a scam. Are you listening to me? I'm trying to expose the mind games of the enemy. Then there are plots and ploys and plans of the devil. The devil has a plan for you. He has already said when he does this, ordinarily you do that. So he planned that when you do this, this time, this is gone. He already has a plan for you. But in the name of Jesus, all of his plans, his plots, and his ploys against you fall to the ground in Jesus' name. There are defraudings, deceptions, and devices of the enemy. What makes a good deception? You're deceived. You don't understand. You don't, you can't see the lie in it. If we were to go back to Genesis chapter 3 and ask Eve about it, Eve was deceived. The enemy had come into, he'd come from the field into the garden, and he began to introduce doubt. I don't believe that it was just a one-time only visit, because I don't believe he that big and that bad. I know that he tries to chisel his way into your mind. So he keeps coming back and forth, back and forth. And even when you look at the conversation that he initiated with Eve, he said, did God really say, well, who starts a sentence like that if you haven't had that conversation before? Are you listening to me? These are all the tricks, traps, and twists, the strategies, scams, stunts, the plots, the ploys, the plans, the defraudings, deception, and the devices of the devil. But don't you know that he's already been whipped? So when we're standing, you got to say, well, where am I? I'm standing in the victorious blood of Jesus. God has made us to be more than conquerors. Are you listening to me? The Amplified Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, cast in the whole of your care, all anxieties, all worries, all concerns, once and for all, on him. For he cares for you affectionately, and he cares about you watchfully. God really does care about you. 
Anything that is important to you is very important to God. Anything that is important and near and dear to your heart is near and dear to God's heart. So what does the devil do? He lies and says, nobody loves you. Nobody cares about you. Everybody would be better off without me. I wish I wasn't here. It's all a lie. Listen to me. Don't buy the lie. According to John chapter 10 and verse 10, we know the scripture says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But the good news about that whole verse is Jesus came so that I could have life and this life right here more abundantly. The enemy tries to seize us with fear. Fear is the opposite of faith. So he tries to dangle carrots to get you in fear that you won't have any money. You won't have any success. No one will love you. I'm always going to be overweight. My hair is never going to grow. My skin complexion is wrong. Just a thousand things to bombard your mind. If we were to go over to Matthew chapter four, you would see where he did the same thing to Jesus. Come on, if he tried to tempt Jesus, don't you think that he's going to try to tempt you? But how Jesus combated the wiles or the strategies of the enemy, he kept saying, it's written, get behind me, get out of here. Come on, did you know that God has given you a gift and that gift is no? (laughs) So when the devil comes to tell you lies, you can open up your mouth and out loud declare no. I'm not going to believe it, and I'm not going to buy it. Are are you listening to me? Last week, we talked about Peter and how he had gotten out of the boat, and he began to walk on the water, despite the others that stayed in the boat. You've got to be careful about the company that you keep, because the company, now I'm not saying just diss everybody, but some relationships need to be redefined, and some people, especially when you believe in God for stuff, and you're already under mental assault, you're already under mental attack some people you need to keep a little bit of distance from and you need to surround people that will speak the word of faith over you and the word of faith into you the people that will encourage you to keep doing the right thing are you listening to me I was reading today in numbers in numbers chapter 13 and I won't be able to read all of it but in this particular passage of scripture Moses uh, in chapter 13 and verse 1 it says and the Lord spoke to Moses saying send men to spy out the land of Canaan which I am giving you he said I'm already giving it to you so just go and take a survey of the land go assess it go look and see what I'm blessing you with oh that's so good go look and see what I'm going to give you listen to me this is, we have a home ownership anointing flowing through our church right now. Get out and go look at homes to see what kind of home God is giving you. And the more the devil lies and says, you'll never get a home, you'll never find them. Keep going and looking. Keep going and looking and keeping your excitement alive. We see in this passage of scripture that one man from the whole, all 12 of the tribes was chosen to go out to assess the land. Verse 20 says, and, and Moses told them, and bring back some of the fruit of the land. What does the fruit do? The fruit evidences what the tree is. So this is proof. This is your proof. Bring back the proof 
of how good this blessing is going to be so that everybody else can see. I'm giving you this land. Go look at it. Come back and have a good report so that everybody else can get excited about what you have seen and then bring back some fruit so that they can taste and see how wonderful it really is. Verse 23 says that they came to the valley of Eshcol and they cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. We know what a cluster of grapes is. You know how we put that cluster of grapes up there? One cluster of grapes. Listen to me. And they had to carry this cluster of grapes on a pole between two men. How huge were those grapes? That they've got to put them on a pole and carry them between two men. This land surely is flowing with milk and honey. Listen, it took them 40 days to just behold all of the goodness of this land that had pomegranates and and this land that was flowing with milk and honey. After 40 days, they returned to give the report from the land that God was giving them. He didn't say they had to work for it. He was giving it to them. Are you listening to me? I'm trying to help you to understand how you have to see who your company is because however they are, Nine times out of ten, that's how you are. If you want to know what kind of person you are or how other people view you, then take a composite of the, at least the five closest friends that you have. And that is a composite of yourself. So if you want to know how other people look at you, look at your five closest friends, take a composite, that's who you are or that's how people view you. Are you listening to me? Verse 27 says, then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us, and it truly flows with milk and honey, and this is the fruit. Now they're giving the evidence. But the people who dwell in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. And moreover, even over and above all of that, there are giants in the land. Then they went on to saying, your enemy is in the south, and you've got an enemy in the mountains, and you got enemies by the sea. Now they've taken all of the negative report that overpowered the positive report. That wasn't what he told them to do. He said, go see the land, see how wonderful it is, and bring back some fruit of the land, not bring back a report about all of the enemies and how strong they are. And that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants you to think that he's stronger than you are. Listen to me. With the Holy Spirit living 110 feet tall inside of you, listen to me, the enemy is no match for you. The revelation says that we'll narrowly look at him. Like, is that, are you, huh? You mean to tell me? That's how we will look at him. Remember the Wizard of Oz? The little man was little, and but he was behind the curtain, booming his voice with smoke and mirrors and all of this other thing to lead the people to believe that he was great and mighty, and he wasn't. He was a coward. He wasn't strong. He was a coward. But this is what I love about it. He said, they said, they brought, remember it was 12 of them that went. Now here were all the 11 of them with all this pitiful mouth, all of this poor mouth talking. 
You ever had somebody that starts to cry to pour them off all the time? I'm not trying to hear it. Are you listening to me? Listen to me. Listen to me right here. I'm talking to somebody. When people keep coming to you with gossip, they always got something to say. They said this. He said, he said this, and she said that, or they said this. Ask them, who are the they? Because most of the time, they're the they that they're talking about. Are you listening to me? But this is how you stop a gossiper. This is how you stop somebody from making your heart and your mind their landfill. Let's pray about it right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Stop them dead in the track. I ain't trying to hear it. Let's pray. Holy Ghost, come in this situation. I bet they'll stop running and t- gossiping to you then. Let them know who you are. Good God Almighty and whose you are. This is what I like about Caleb or Khalid. He, he quiet the people. Hey, everybody be quiet. Everybody shh. He said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome this. I need the Caleb's and the Caleb's on my team. I hear what you're saying, but it don't make no difference. God has given us a hint. Let's go now. Let's go right now. But listen, they said it's giants in the land and your enemies are in the mountains. Your enemies are by the sea. The enemies are in the... Let's go. Let's get it. God giving us this. Come on. When you keep getting the report, your credit is bad. There are layoffs. You don't have that amount of money. Let's go. Look in the houses. Come on. You can't believe the lie of the enemy. Don't buy the lie. I'm closing right here. It says in verse 31, but the men who had gone up with them said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we are. Did God say that? That was their own assessment. That is what they thought in their mind. Your mind has to go under ongoing maintenance. It has to continuously have upkeep. Because here they're saying, we're not able to go up. Caleb just said, let's go. And they were like, no. We can't go. They stronger. 20, or 32, it says, and they gave the children of Israel a bad report. Now, not only is your mind under attack, now you're putting that off on everybody else. They were excited, waiting for the report, and now you're coming back with a negative report. It says, and they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land um, through which we have gone as spies in a land that it's in a land that devours its inhabitants the land devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great statures there we saw giants and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight and in their sight well if you were a spy you were you were incognito they didn't even see you like that but you thought in your mind and you thought they're bigger than we are. They're stronger than we are. We're like grasshoppers. Do you know what you do to a grasshopper? You step on it and squash it. Come on. Listen to me. It could be a credit situation. It could be a family situation. I don't know. But the enemy wants you to feel like a grasshopper that's being squashed under someone's foot. 
whereas you've got the fullness of the person of the Holy Spirit big on the inside of you, standing 110 feet tall. So who's the giant and who's the grasshopper? The Bible said that we will narrowly look at the devil, we'll narrowly look at him, be like, are you kidding? That, that's what the Bible says. But the enemy wants you to think that he's the giant and you're the grasshopper. The truth of the matter is you're the giant and he's the grasshopper and he is under your feet. Are you listening to me? But if you don't have ongoing maintenance, if you don't upkeep with the upkeep or keep up with the upkeep, of your mind, you will believe that you're the grasshopper. And you will begin to claim stuff that's not yours. You'll begin to say, my arthritis and my diabetes and my medication and my insulin and my this and that. It's not yours. As long as you put my in front of it, it ain't trying to go nowhere because you're giving it a warm, cozy place to live. Are you listening to me? Let me read this final part of the scripture, and I've got to go. I'm over time. It says in verse 14, so all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. Wow. What kind of people are you around that you bring such a bold report? And the report wasn't even the report of the Lord. The report of the Lord was the grapes, the big old grapes, like big golf balls, big big uh, bowling balls between two. That was the report. Land flowing with milk and honey. Okay, they got giants. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Are you listening to me? Because God was giving them the land. Don't let the devil defame your mind. Don't let the devil make you believe a lie. Don't take the bait and don't by the lie. You're strong. You have a sound mind. You have a sober mind. You bring your thoughts captive. You make your thoughts obey. Listen to me right here. I got to say this and then I've got to let you go. The enemy comes in the realm of your emotions. He does. He'll come and he'll emotionally harass you. He will mentally harass you. Here's the kicker. I got to tell you this because you take me for what I'm saying. What you feel is not always real. What you feel is not always real. Don't succumb to it. Don't buy into it. Have you ever had a, 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 your leg or your muscle or your bones or something hurting? And the enemy will tell you that you've got bone cancer. Well, don't buy the lie. Don't succumb to it because that's what you feel. You do the natural things. You talk to it. You speak the word. You call yourself. You do all of that before you say, oh, Lord Jesus, I might have cancer. Before you go into hooping and hollering and crying and in fear like the people that are in the boat, in the name of Jesus, I need you to be like Peter and get out of the boat and begin to defy the laws of gravity, keeping your eye on Christ, the devil wants you to believe that you're the grasshopper and he's the giant. I need to let you know today that you're the giant and he's the grasshopper and keep him under your feet. I'm out of time today. Would you come back on Sunday and let me take you just a little bit further. Let me take you a little bit further. Don't buy the lies of the enemy. Everything that you feel is not 
real. Did you know sometimes you feel like a nut? Sometimes you don't. You're not a nut. You're strong in the Lord and the power of his I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.